It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, it's Dan. The Browns did not practice on Thursday, but... Here's a bonus edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. What you're going to hear now is my interview with Wyatt Teller from Wednesday. It's for the story that went up on cleveland.com slash browns today. So you can read that story over there. But also, here's the full interview with Wyatt because, to be honest with you, he spent a lot of time with me. I really appreciated it. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a fun interview. So I thought it would, it would be good for everyone to have a chance to kind of hear the whole thing. So you are about to hear the full Wyatt Teller interview from the story that went up on cleveland.com slash browns, which, of course, by the way, it's where you can become a Football Insider subscriber, get that daily newsletter, get those texts, get access to those exclusive stories. It's the blue banner at the top of the page at cleveland.com slash browns. Okay, here we go. My interview with Wyatt Teller. Yeah, so I just wanted to chat with you kind of going into this year. I mean, just a lot has changed for you in the last 365 days. So, I mean, how does... I mean, I guess what is different for you right now? I mean, how different do you feel? Yeah, I mean, it's different. You know, I, I feel like there's a little bit more respect, uh, you know, throughout the league. But, I mean, the process is still the same. You know, it, it's got to be, you know, outwork your competition, you know, be the first on the field, last off the field, you know, continue to perfect your craft. It's, you know, even Joe Thomas's 11th year, you know, stud, absolute Iron Man. You know, he was still working on stuff. He was still trying to get his body right, get his get his hands right, get his you know feet right. So, um, and he was about as good as it gets. You know what I mean? So I, f- I feel like you know, there's a lot of guys who uh, you know get complacent. That he, that's the wrong mindset. So you know, I feel like right now, you know, there's a little bit more respect. I, I love it, but at the same time, I, I know the formula. You know, you got to outwork yeah. the competition. That Joe was out here a couple days ago. I think I saw him. I, it took me like yeah. a while to recognize him because he's so he looks Jeez, like a, this good looking guy. Yeah, he looks yeah, like yeah, a yeah. power forward now yeah. or something. But uh, <laughs> did you get a chance to talk to him? Yeah. So uh, actually, so with COVID last year, um, when I first got here. Um, I guess he was just, you know, he was still might have been working with other people, but might have been done a couple things with the Browns. But, you know, last year was when he really stepped in and did a little bit more with the Browns. Um, so, I, But it was COVID, so we couldn't really meet a lot of the guys or see right. people in person. So I actually met him for the first time in person. I mean, I've talked to him, obviously, but meeting him in person, uh, the first time, in, you know, Joel was talking to him, and I came up, I was like, hey, Joe, nice to meet you. He goes, hey, Wyatt, nice to meet you, too. Um, but no, he's he's a wealth of knowledge. He's an awesome guy. You know, he's he's funny. He's got a good sense of humor, and you know, he's a good guy to be around. I mean, that had to be cool. I mean, I always love to hear those stories from like pro athletes. I mean, like yeah. for you to kind of be blown away to meet somebody. Exactly. that's always kind of cool. It, it, it is funny. It, it, it's kind of like you know, there's people. 
you know, throughout the world who would love to meet any of us, and it's just like we always look up to someone else, you know. I mean, that's just how the the, the circle works. And you know, there's I might be talking to a kid who's 12 years old tomorrow, or, you know, or whenever I'm home or something like that, who might play in the league and be like, hey, you know, this is it was really cool to meet this yeah. guy, and it's like, whoa, you're better than me, you know what I mean? I'm not better than Joe, but no, I'm just no. saying that like, you know, it's uh, it's it's awesome to have have that kind of camaraderie and you know almost fangirl it's it's almost like oh my gosh it's joe thomas but at the same time you, you act cool and you shake his hand and you say yeah so obviously for a lot of us it was your year was a little bit of a surprise last year yeah. not because we didn't think you were a good player or whatever but i mean just how good you were yeah. did it surprise you at all um i mean like i said there's a formula there's a formula for success and this is with anything this is with right. your job this is with my job this is with you know being you know anything you know, if you outwork your competition, it gives you a chance for success, right? There was games that I didn't play to my caliber, but I, I believe that I took a step forward from the year before, right? So it's like, you know, I understood that if I get better, then it's going to give me the best chance at having success for the team, right? So it's like, you know, I go out there and my footwork might not be perfect, my hands might not be perfect, but I'm going to give all my effort and all my, you know, ability for a chance at success. And then right. you have great running backs behind you who make you look good, and you have a good uh, quarterback, a great quarterback who can get the ball out in time. It's, you know, it makes your job a lot easier. So, it, I mean, it's kind of like that process versus result thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like you're very focused on the process, process. more than anything. Yes. So where does that come from? Um, I mean, I feel like that, I mean, it's always, every coach has jargon for it, and every coach is, you know, that I've grown up with is, hey, you know, work, 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 and it's not until you get older that you realize that the work is an equalizer. You know, there's people who are more talented. I mean, as an offensive lineman versus defensive lineman, you know, if we were as fast or as strong as them, we'd be playing defensive line. You see what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you did play defensive I did, line. I did. Right? There's a reason I'm on offense. But, um, but no, so it, it's definitely, you know, the process of, you know, if he's working that hard or if I see Joel and JC working that hard, I have to do more, right? They're year seven, uh, seven and eight last year, eight and nine this year. You know, it's, it's like, okay, if that's what they're doing, what were they doing at year three, two, three, four? that really put them ahead to get them where they are today. So that's where I kind of I focus on the, the process. I focus on you know the work that I have to put in because that's the only way that I know I can equalize you know their talent or the defensive line's talent and you know be able to play up to that level. So you said there there comes a point in everybody's career when that when that kind of realization hits yeah. them. So when was that for you? Was it when you got here? Was it when you were in Buffalo in college? When, yeah. Where was it? I mean, I feel like you know last year was like the true like focus on on the on the process you know you're always in the process it's it's just inherent to be you know focused on the process but it's not until you really get you know a taste of it that you're like all right this is the only way to be right? there is no other way that you know yes you can be more talented than the guy in front of you and there are people who are like that who you know everything comes easy they're they're really smart they're really talented and you know they can put in seven reps and that's all they need you know what i mean like seriously like joe towards the end of his career perfect example he you know might have practiced once or twice a week and it was you know walkthroughs or something like that but that's what his body needed because his mind and his physical ability was already there now he still put in work and he was still right. in that tub and he was still in the pool high knee and all these different things to work on the you know tertiary leg uh tertiary you know movements and stuff like that so you know um you know, there's there's always comes a time where you're like, all right, you know, I'm young. I got to take strides in my mental and, you know, technique and fundamentals. There's guys who know their technique and know their fundamentals so they can take care of their body. You know, yeah. it, it's kind of, but there's also a, a little bit of a give and take there. You don't want to, 
you don't want to focus too much on the work and then get yourself injured. And, you know, last year was the first time I was injured in, you know, 21 years of football, which is just crazy. I've never, never been hurt. My friend made a joke. He goes, uh, you know, when we were at Virginia Tech, I, I never saw you bleed. You know what I mean? Like, what the heck? And, you know, within, you know, two weeks I had my two, you know, injuries. It, right. was, it was crazy. But, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, Last year was kind of weird with COVID. You couldn't really get in the hot tubs. You couldn't really get in the cold tubs. Everybody dealt, dealt with it. But, um, you know, it was just, it was weird. So it's like, it's kind of nice to, to get back and get back into the uh, the nitty gritty of it and, you know, take care of your body. Yeah, I really think that's important. So, so, I mean, ultimately, and if I'm not mistaken, you were actually going to go work with Bill Callahan. Yeah. Or maybe before they hired him. I can't remember. Well, I talked you to him, him work with on him. draft day. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, he, well, he almost drafted you. Yeah. He wanted you. So you were going to work with him and then the Browns hire him. So, I mean, I guess what has he meant to you? I mean, the Lord works in mysterious ways, right? Like, I knew that Bill Bill works extremely hard, and he gets young guys to play like older guys. He, he, everybody gets the work in that they need to, to be better, to, to get better um, mentally, physically, as a pro. You know what I mean? Like, there's sometimes where, like, you might have a guy who has all the physical talent in the world, but he doesn't understand what it's like to be a pro. First meetings we had were on how to be a pro, not technique or fundamentals, mm-hmm. how to be a pro. You know what I mean? Outwork your competition. All these different things that, you know, really come into where my mindset was, but also like, wow, you know, that's what you need. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, I'm not going to say saved a lot of careers, but like, he's a guy who's like, hey, look, like, this is what it takes. This is the technique and fundamentals. Like, if you are a big, strong guy with long arms, get on him. Mm-hmm. Win at the line. You know, don't don't set back and let them do all these different things. It's it's sometimes easier to think like that because then you can bump off stuff. But at the most part, it's like, hey, use your physical gifts. And uh, I think that Bill is really good at that. Um, my agent, uh, Andy Ross, he was, you know, he was like, he loves Bill. And yeah. he has uh, a couple guys on uh, the skin, so he obviously knew him. And he was like, that's the guy you got to be with. So, or that's the coach you need. So I remember, you know, I was like, I would love to, you know, work for him. I know that it's it's a grind. <laughs> uh, I mean, anybody can say that uh, Bill Callahan's a, a grinder, but that's what it takes. Especially when you're young, it, that's what it takes. So, so what's that balance, I guess, when you have the year like you had last year? Um, do you have that year with any offensive line coach just because that's you, that's how you're driven, that's how you are? Or, I mean, how much... I guess how much credit does Bill get when it comes to that year you had? Insurmountable. I mean, I, I really think that coach is a huge part of that. I mean, I, I do. I'm a firm believer in my own ability, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I was able to do that in so short of a time. Where I went from, you know, someone that anybody would look past, like, all right, you know, there's three guys at right guard, and really, you know, it turned into one guy, and that one guy played really well. So, you know, it, I have a firm belief in my ability, but it also, you know point the fingers outwards you know I had a great tackle I had a great one of the smartest centers I've ever seen in my entire life our backfield is crazy our quarterback is is one of the best uh you know move the pocket all that different stuff I've ever seen in my entire life you know we have some of the best receivers who can get open I mean we are blessed I am blessed to to have that opportunity so it's it's truly like you know this was my first off season with a with a team since Buffalo and I was young then and it's sink or swim and in the NFL it's sink or swim if you don't if you don't get it you're going to throw, be thrown in there anyway. And, um, you know, when I came from uh, Buffalo, my all my plays and all my jargon, all that stuff, 
was Buffalo jargon. Well, and it was know. like two days. It was like what, yeah. the third preseason game here or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then uh, it was the last preseason game. But, okay, yeah, yeah, I had three days before <laughs> the camp started, so I had to study real hard, and it still, you know, was slow. And then, you know, we finally had a full off season in, even though it was a little bit ex- – at the end of the day, there's only so many ways to skin a cat. Right. You know what I mean? Like, X's and O's are X's and O's. <laughs> um, it's just different jargon. And then it's like now it's faster, and now I have a whole year – another full year into the playbook where now it's like it's even faster so I, I really think that uh you know one coaches coaches insurmountable in that in that ability to get us all up to phase but you know it's also nice to have another or have a full off season in a place where now it's like all right now I know the technique I don't have to worry about the I mean still you have to train the technique and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I know what they want I know what I know where to put my hands I know what coach coach's mindset is on a lot of stuff and then it just gets better each year right so the longer you have them the more you understand right, this is how coach is going to be you know do this and he's going to be smiling right don't do this and he's going to be yelling so you know i mean obviously you do it for yourself but also for the team well we hear bill out there so i yeah. i would i would not want to get yelled at by him like, I <laughs> he's about that. this tall but he will get in your face oh yeah for sure you can hear it all over this facility yeah. so um, it's got to be a little different. And I know you're always competing. I know you can never be complacent in the same. I'm sure Joel and JC have that approach too, for mm-hmm. as established as they are. But it still has to be different when you kind of can come in knowing, like, if you do everything right, you are going to be that guy at that position. You don't yeah. have to just compete for your job. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, you, that's always the mindset is like, you know, that you always outwork. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I bring it up over and over again, yeah. but it's outworking your competition, you know, like, even though you know, I'm working with the ones, there could be anything that happens that, you know, if I get injured or something like that and someone makes strides and, you know, gets that position, then it's scary. But at the same time, you can't, you can't worry about other people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even when I was in Buffalo and maybe, you know, it served me wrong or served me right. But even in Buffalo, it was something where it was like, you know, I'm not going to act like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm going to work and do the process and do the work. And, you know, sometimes it's, and I'm not saying that this is, I mean, everybody knows this in the NFL. It's politics sometimes. Yeah. It's, hey, you know, you want a team that didn't go to the playoffs, and then the year before they went to the playoffs and the year after they went to the playoffs, <laughs> was the issue why I tell her? No, I don't think so. You know right. what I mean? I think that it was, you know, youngness and, you know, turnover. You know, I was expected to replace uh, Richie Incognito <laughs> and Eric Wood, two of the studs in the NFL <laughs> right. at that time, and 23 years of experience or 22 years of experience. So it's, it was a, it was a daunting task. And, you know, as a young guy, I'm learning duo for the first time, like, you know, a simple bread and butter play. I'm like, wait, what is that? Cause you don't learn that in college. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, it's that mindset of, Hey, you know, I, I'm not scared of anybody around me. You know, I'm going to put the work in and I'm going to get better each day. And then sometimes it does come down. There's a lot of good guys or good players who are on second team or even sent home because the politics said this or they get traded because the politics said this so you can't get too worried about all that you got to focus on your work and I I think that you know even when I was in Buffalo I was getting better I was I was 330 pounds but I was getting better I was I was doing things that the coaches wanted but it just you know kind of worked out to where they were like hey you know we can he has he still has value while he's young let's let's trade him so we can get future picks that's the business side you can't the personal side coach mcdermott was texting me he's like hey thinking about you hope you're doing well not this year but uh, two years ago you know so it still showed you that he still cared about you but it's the business side you can't get caught up in that you got to be worried about all right i have another opportunity with someone who wants me in cleveland and now i have 
you know, I went from a crazy fan base to another crazy fan base that you absolutely love. And I've been blessed with that. Virginia Tech, crazy <laughs> fan base. Then Buffalo, crazy fan base. And now Cleveland for three years. And, you know, I, I've been blessed. I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to ask you about that. Did you have any idea that you were coming to a fan base that actually, like, not only pays attention to the right guard, but, like, yes. embraces the right guard. And, like, I mean, like, Joel blue is a collar. fan favorite. Yes. Joe is a fan favorite. They love their offensive line. Blue-collar team, blue-collar uh, community. Um, you know, it was kind of funny. I mean, we have a great offensive line, so it was kind of funny how people were like, I, I don't remember watching the offensive line, and now I'm watching the <laughs> offensive line, and it's fun. It's cool to see because yeah. you guys are – it's like that brings the toughness back because now we can't have blindside blocks. We can't do anything. We're still hitting each other every play, you know what I mean? So there's still that toughness, that blue blue collar thing, and you know our fan bases are the epitome of that, right? or our fan base is the epitome of that. And you know, I, like I said, I've just been absolutely blessed to have have that. But you know, and I I've said this. I was on a podcast with the uh, Angry Bounce fans, and uh, it was it was funny. He was like, you know, Buffalo. No one knew of. But Bills Mafia, they've been around since the 90s, but no one right. remembered them until they started winning. And now it's like Cleveland's going to get that opportunity <laughs> to be showing on national, on the national level how awesome our fan base is. And I think that that's a testament to what we're doing here uh, from top down um, and, you know, how, how this city is. You know, it's a blue-collar, tough-nosed city. If you don't like the cold... Don't come to Cleveland. If you don't like the weather, don't come to Cleveland. You know what I mean? It, it is truly, you know, a tough city and makes you tougher because of it. So what did you need to get better at this offseason? Uh, I mean, there was a lot. You know, even though I showed really good stuff, it's the consistency of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my pad level sometimes too high. And, you know, some could – I remember there was a play in the Steelers game. TJ came right under my, my pads and got me down and, you know, threw me to the ground and was talking all this smack. And I was just like, yeah, that's not going to happen again. <laughs> but I've gotten him a couple times. So, right. you know I mean? I think that it's iron sharpens iron kind of thing. Um, truly iron sharpens iron because he's, you know, a stud. So it, it really does come down to, you know, using my hands better, getting the right placement every single time, not, not sometimes, you know, uh, improving in the pass game, you know, staying square, staying long, you know, using God's, God's given ability to, to better myself, you know. And then it's also like in the run game, you know, there was, you know, f- seven out of ten times where it's like, Heck yeah! Why it's why it's on the right guy, and then there's sometimes I'm missing my blocker. You know, the guy goes right inside, and I miss it. Luckily, we have the amazing backfield in the in the league. They just make a miss, and they get one. Yeah. I'm like, great. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing is, just don't don't even let them get that close. You know, boom, put them down, or you know, get them inside, and you know, finish better. I, I think that there's, like I said, that's the one thing that I can control is my effort, uh, the technique, and the fundamentals. You know, sometimes you can't control who you're going against. These guys are paid too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna outwork that guy right now even though he's more talented I'm going to get in his face I'm going to stay on his body I'm going to do whatever it takes to legally get it done you know mm-hmm. so it's uh I think there's a lot to it I guess when it comes to things like so everybody saw that Teron Matthew clip I'm sure you saw I think I remember you saying you weren't on social media but I'm sure somebody showed it to you and it was your wife or somebody like that yeah so when you see something like that that's got to be cool but also how do you just sort of I mean, is that how you look at it? Like, oh, that's cool. No, yeah. I mean, work. I mean, how do you, how do you exactly. kind of look at that? So they won. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, obviously you can, you can enjoy it a little bit more when you win. So it's, it's still a bittersweet feeling. We gave the best, you know, our fan base the best season we've had in, in true COVID or in true Cleveland fashion. It was COVID and no fans could come. Right. But, um, you know, it, it, it's crazy how, you know, 
you, you see good things, you do a lot of good things, and it's something to build on, but it's not something to ha hang your hat on, right? So it's like, all right, you know, it's the first nail on the wall that you're not going to put your hat on, but it's what you're going to build onto the shelf, right? So it's like, all right, this is a long process. That's a good play. It's a good part of my career, but that's all it is. Right. It's a part of the career. It's not your career. You know, I want to be known for someone who's a mauler, or, you know, a, a technical mauler, as Coach <laughs> likes to say, not just a mauler, but a technical mauler who, you know, you're not wor you're worried about the backfield, but you're also worried about that right guard coming to rip your face off, right? The Richie Incognito thing. Like you have a defense who's like not skim it. No one's scared in this league, and we all have egos. But it's you know it's like all right now I got to worry about that that jerk at right guard. You know <laughs> now now it's like I got to look at all right what's he doing? You know it's, it's that kind of mindset where you know I can alleviate some of the you know eye candy with how hard I'm going or if I'm coming to to hit you hard or something like that. It's it's you know do your do your part right. You know, if that's my part, if that's my, uh, you know, my name in the league, then that's that's what you want to be known as. Um, and yeah, does does anything stick with you from that Kansas City game and, and losing? I mean, I guess, I mean, I'll just ask about this. You can tell me I'm an idiot and don't know what I'm watching. But that the last, I think it was the last pass Baker threw. Maybe you got beat on that play. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, does anything like that stick with you? Am I am I wrong? No, on that? no, no, no. So I, I was literally about to say that. You know, exactly. That that was the team that it's like in my mind. They beat us, right? Like, yeah, there was a bad call and might have changed the outcome of it. But, you know, I, I truly believe that that was a better – or not you – know, I think we were a great team. I'm not trying to say better or anything. Right. No, but you know it. what I mean? Like, that team beat us. So they were better that day. And, you know, Chris Jones is better than me that day, right? And now it's my mindset to be like, all right, if that's what he was doing, if, if I was stapling him in his chest and he was lifting my hands, it's not going to happen again. Now i got to be faster with – you know, learn how to break it, break the break the uh, grip. You know, staple them onto the staple them on the line of scrimmage and keep them there. Um, but that's he's a hell of a player. You know what I mean? He's he's one of the best in the league, truly. And you know, that's where it's like, all right, that's the guy that I got to beat. You know, what I mean, that's the mindset of, all right, this guy's talented, but so am I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get after him. And, you know, there was times where I was just too high or I was getting pushed back, and it's like, that's not me. You know, you know, I got to be smarter. I had a whole, I had a, you know, stupid holding call that I could have turned my hips and the ref would have never thrown it because he, he saw it out here, which was a legal play. I was not holding him, did not grab. I was out here. So I pushed his hip down and moved him over. And he fell because it's leverage. I mean, if I came over to you and I pressed on your yeah. chest, no matter how strong you are, naturally your body's going to turn and fall. So I think that that was something that, like, you know, that little technical difference would have saved us 10 yards, right? So it's like, all right, I could have played a lot better. There was a couple plays where I'm getting, like, pushed back or turned too fast, and it's like, you know, I'm on a slide side. Just give him, you know, let's double team him with JC. You know what I mean? Like, let's be smart about this. Um, so I think that there's a lot of good plays in that game. Tyron Matthew clip. There's, you know, a time I got out on the screen and made a block and right. got a run. Uh, backside, there was a couple of great plays. But, you know, there's also a lot of ba bad plays. You know, there's a lot of plays that it's like, you know, if I had done my 111, would it have changed the outcome? Hey, but you can't really get caught on that, right? Like, you know, it's a short memory kind of thing. But, you know, you do, you do get upset. You go, all right, you know, 12 and 5 was impressive, but 13 and 5 going – going to the next level would have been really cool. Yeah, well, and that's life as an offensive lineman, right? Everybody remembers that, like that one play, even though there were 59 other, you know. Great plays. You textbook, you did what you were supposed exactly, to do, plays. Exactly. Um, so, 
I, I don't want to ask you about the contract directly because, like, whatever, it is Definitely. what it is. But I'm you just know curious. As much as I know. Right. I'm just curious from your perspective. What's it like going into a year like this where you're not sure maybe necessarily what's next? Yeah, I mean, I was told, you know, by, you know, vets and stuff like that, you know, don't focus on that, mm-hmm. right? You can't control that. What you can control is your work. What you can control is your effort. Control what you control and give the, you know, as a religious guy, give the rest of God. You know, if it's not meant to happen here, that's the business side. You can't be upset about that. The personal side is I love this city and I love the fan base and I love our management and I love our team. That's that's the personal side. The business side is there's only so much money, right? right. We have a great team and that's not a bad problem to have. Oh, my gosh, we have five guys that we have to sign. You know, that's a good thing. You know, and I, I, I'm not saying that you can p- plug and replace players, but, you know, you got to... It's, it's all cost, you know, assessment. you got to understand it. And it, it's difficult. And it's, you know, it's sad if you have to leave. But, you know, that's kind of the mindset. The mindset is, look, you know, I'm going to do so well that it's going to make Nick look better. It's going to look Baker look better. It's going to make everybody look better. And then we're all going to get paid, right? If it's here, we all dream for that. But if it's not, it's not. You can't, be, you can't get upset about it. You can't, you can't whine about it, you know. Obviously, your your mindset is you want to stay. Right. Yeah, I don't want to leave. I love <laughs> I love my house. I love I love the city. I love the community. But that's that's the business side. Yeah, a lot out of your control there. But does that increase the sense of urgency a little? Like, who knows? Maybe you're here for ten more years. But are, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, are you like, hey, we got an opportunity. Let's do this. Yeah, and there's always the saying, it's money year. You know, it, it, you got to show off because it's it's the year. But you know. As an offensive lineman, you're always trying to get better. Right. You know, I think that's just the nitty-gritty of being an offensive lineman. But, you know, it truly does come down to, all right, you know, this is a year that I could change my family's outcome for forever. You know, I've been blessed. You know, no matter what, it's, it's going to be good stuff. Um, and that's kind of the understanding, too, is like, you know, what, what would it take to stay? What would it take to go? But, you know, it's at the same time, you're like, you can't focus on that. you got to focus on your work. Like I said, is like, you know, as an offensive lineman, if you're not focused on the work, you're focused on something wrong. You're focused on the wrong things. So it's like, you know, I'm focused on getting better at my reach block. <laughs> you know what I mean? Backside of a B, B, uh, wide zone B, you know, that's what I'm focused on. Um, and I let my agent focus. That's why I pay him a lot of money to, <laughs> to focus on talking all that out. You know, he'll communicate to me, you know, and let them do their cost cost analysis and see how much I'm worth, right, to this to this team. And obviously, you know, I feel that the better I do, the more I'm worth, right? So that's what you got to do. Get oh, better. but you've been out here forever, so I appreciate it. But um, just from a life perspective, not, not even football. I mean, your life has changed so much in the last year, right? We all saw the engagement. You got married, all that. I mean, what has that sort of been like going through all of that? I mean, it's, it's special. You know, these are the kind of times that you – you're an old man, you have kids running around the house and you're like, you know, those, those are the days, right? Like everything was positive. You know, I went viral for, you know, the Gator pick and, you know, it's all these different things that, you know, you enjoy the moment, but at the same time, when it's time to work, it's time to work. And I, and I truly believe that, you know, I enjoyed our off season. I enjoyed our time. I still worked. I still trained. I still did all these different things um, while also enjoying myself. But that's, you know, the best is yet to come kind of thing. Like, you know, it's it's awesome. I got married, all this other stuff, but you know, I'm still looking forward to, you know, 
game one, I'm still looking forward to, you know, in the moment, right? If you look at the future, it's, it's not a bad thing, but you want to focus in the present. Right, right. Okay, so I do have to ask one more because you brought this up, and I mentioned the social media thing. So what's it like to go viral when you're not on social media? You don't notice it, right? <laughs> you, you don't notice it, but your, your wife is like, uh, hey, look, this person asked me to use this post, and then all of a sudden you have people texting you like, oh, my gosh, that gator pick. And you're like, how the heck did you see that gator pick? Are you following my wife on social media? They're like, no, like, blast from the past, no. The one thing I like is just not having it, just not dealing with it. And, you know, with my wife, she's my biggest fan. She has, like, a Google alerts for my name or something like that, and she'll, she'll read all the messages and read all that stuff. And I'm like, babe, it's, you know, don't worry about that. Don't focus on that. You don't know what that person, that person could have been broken up with that day, lost his mom, horrible mood, and just wants to take it out on someone. Or they're a Steelers fan, and no matter what you do, you're a jerk, right? No matter what you do. So... It, you kind of got to take everything with a grain of salt, and that's that's a good thing. Good good stories, bad stories, good p- comments, bad comments. Leave that to them. All right, again, my thanks to Wyatt Teller for taking all that time to talk with me. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We'll be back with a post-practice podcast coming your way. The Browns practice Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday they practice at First Energy Stadium. We will have reaction pods to all of those practices coming your way, so make sure you're subscribed to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Dan. I'll talk to you all later.